Hello, my little ghouls and goblins. You know what time it is. Welcome to our haunted story hour. Psychic stories to tell in the dark. I'm your host, Psychic Readings by Brandy. We're bringing you real stories from real psychics. Are you ready? intuitive tarot reader and a psychic medium. So I moved to Norman, Oklahoma, and this house I moved into happened to be just a few, like maybe 15 minute walk away from uh, what used to be the Oklahoma State Hospital. And it was reported to uh, be haunted. I didn't take any walks through the place for obvious reasons. But anyway, not too long after we moved in, I started seeing this ghost and she didn't give me any bad vibes. I didn't get any of that from her. She never spoke to me. She would just be standing there watching me. And I didn't acknowledge her at first. You know, I just glance away and walk through. This wasn't my first rodeo. So I wasn't really scared or shocked or anything when I saw her. She had on this, her hair was about shoulder length and it was that dirty blonde color. And she had on a, uh, a gown, which you think, you know, stereotypical gown, but it was kind of like a, a dirty white color and came down to mid calf. And this is what she wore every time I saw her. And I saw her a lot. She'd just be standing in the hallway or in a doorway just watching me. And then I developed what is called restless leg syndrome. And I don't know if anybody's even familiar with that. But when you, when you have that and you're trying to sleep, I mean, it's impossible. Your legs will start jumping like crazy. And it gets to the point where it's very painful. And so I was on medication for that. I had two different kinds. And so this particular night, my legs were going crazy. So I took my medication and it made me tired. So it, they didn't stop hurting or anything, but I was so tired that after a while I was like, okay, I, I need more. How many did I take? I lost track of how many pills I'd taken. But I was in so much pain that I was like, I don't care. I'm going to take something else and get some sleep so i did and after a little bit i got to where i was feeling ice cold i couldn't move i wasn't asleep it wasn't sleep paralysis but i couldn't move and i was getting uh i felt like i was going under and that i wasn't going to be able to come back up and it scared the living shit out of me. And so I tried to yell out for my daughter. She had some friends over, just right one room over. And I couldn't make any noise and I couldn't move. And I couldn't, I was just terrified. I was like, okay, there's been times in my life where I wished I didn't exist anymore. 
I think maybe everybody may go through something like that, but the thought of actually killing myself, no, you know, that wasn't an option. And I was like, I'm not ready to die. I don't want to die. And I just kept on trying to move and scream. And so then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm laying there and this blood curdling scream is right in my face and my eyes just fly open and there she is, you know, this ghost in my face and I fly up in the bed and, and I look and she's backed off. She's in the doorway now and she's just standing there watching me, you know, and I'm thinking, oh my God, thank you. You know, I actually, I, for the first time I acknowledged her and I thanked her and she just looked at me and just kind of grinned, tilted her head a little bit, you know, and then I look away and I look back and, and she's gone. She's not there anymore. And so, you know, then I, you know, I get up and I start drinking coffee and I start walking it off and all that. But I honestly believe she saved my life. I really, I, I honestly, in my soul, believe that she saved my life. I'm cheering up. <laughs> Good God. Ah. I saw her, you know, a few times after that, not all the time, just every now and then I'd look up and she'd be in a doorway watching me or something. And I didn't stop and try and chit chat with her or, or anything, you know, but I, I will forever be grateful to this ghost for screaming in my face <laughs> you know, and scaring me. But I did some research after that and I found out that this hospital that I mentioned, this Oklahoma State Hospital, in about 1918, they had a fire there and 40 of their, they called them inmates, 40 of them burned to death in this fire. And in, uh, and at this hospital, they did lobotomies. They did the um, electric compulsive therapy, which to me, electric shock, I don't know what the difference is. It's the same thing, it's a nicer word for it. And, um, water treatments where they would make them strip down and restrain them on this wooden table. And they had sheets that they would soak in ice water and they would wrap those sheets around them. And, and then, yeah, and pour water on them. And I don't know what they're trying to accomplish with that, but anyways, you know, it's just torture. So this hospital burnt down and uh, 40 of them died in that fire. And then in 2014, they discovered a mass grave there where I guess since they couldn't identify the bodies, they didn't think it was necessary to have, let them have their own individual grave. So they just piled them all into this one mass grave. And you wonder, you know, why these souls haunt others. I mean, my God, that just boggles the mind, but they, uh, they dug them up and made a special area for them where people could come and remember them and, and everything. But yeah, she saved my life. 
Well, there you have it, my little ghouls and goblins. This has been another episode of Psychic Stories to Tell in the Dark. I'm your host, Psychic Readings by Brandy, and I look forward to bringing you more scary stories. Please subscribe, rate, and share to support this show. And remember three things. Honor your ancestors, respect the dead, always practice paranormal ethics. Join me next time, if you dare.